0: Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including a Voltron Legendary Defender, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen and today I'm joined by Haley Neighbors. Hello. Randy Potter. Hey. And Steve Zack. Hi. We are uh, finishing Voltron Season 5 coverage uh, on this podcast, it's, uh, this time discussing Bloodlines and White Lion, Episodes 5 and 6 of Voltron. Uh, we've gone through all of Season 5. I say all, but, you know, six episodes, two at a time. Uh, this is our third Season 5 Voltron podcast. Uh, find our previous ones at OverlyAnimated.com. Search for Overly Animated Voltron on iTunes, subscribe there, or on YouTube to not miss any of our future Voltron podcast and future cause uh, season six is June 15th. So not that far away. Um, but today we are concluding season five coverage, talking about episodes five and six. Make sure you've seen all of season five spoilers for all of season five of Voltron legendary defender. Uh, but let's get into these episodes. Haley, what did you think of bloodlines and white lion?
1: I liked them. I think they were very in keeping with um, this whole season in terms of being like, actually really interesting and really well written in terms of all the different storylines that are happening. They're all really well balanced in these episodes. Um, so I thought that was pretty, uh, impressive. Um, and the white lion episode was nuts and like, (laughs) I was not expecting any of that to happen at all. Um, but it was really cool. And, um, yeah. And like we have Keith is back, which is nice. <laughs> and he's got a mom now who's awesome. Um, but <laughs> I-, I was immediately like, oh, she's my new favorite character. And then it's like, oh, what? She's involved? I was not expecting that. Um, but yeah, I think they were really good. I think it was nice, too, because I was afraid that um, Bloodlines, where it's at in the season, I was worried that was going to be like a filler episode where like
2: not much happens.
0: The, the Voltron show, if you will. Yeah. Yeah,
2: exactly. Okay, but- Dylan. You are so wrong about that episode. Voltron Show is a great episode. Are you them. saying
0: it's not a filler type episode? That's it's all we were saying. That's all we were saying, <laughs> Andy. Defensive already. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
1: Very but- offensive. Yeah, but I was worried Bloodline was going to be that. But it wasn't. We had like some nice, um, like a little bit of a break with the robot, which was actually, I found very entertaining. Um, but we didn't just focus on that so that was nice but hmm. yeah so overall very happy with this season i think it's definitely one of the best that we've
2: had in a while nice okay
0: uh andy tell us why you like voltron show. no jk what did you think of bloodlines <laughs> and white line
2: you don't want to start that deal i'll do it but uh i i liked episode five a little more than episode six six seemed a little more I guess I guess there wasn't as much going on as other episodes of the season. Episode five was really interesting and it had a lot of running plots going at the same time, and it was impressive that it all kind of fit and I understood what was going on the whole episode. And episode six was just—I honestly didn't really care about Orion. I just didn't. It was cool. There was how, really how
0: dare you not care about the location <laughs> we didn't hear about until these two episodes. Yeah,
2: yeah, come on, man. But I mean, it, there were some really pretty shots. Um, I still don't understand. Where Lotor's ship is, and I thought that he'd take his ship to the. <laughs> yeah, that's the white a good hole. point. What happened mm-hmm. to the comet mm-hmm. ship? Yeah. Like, I don't know. That ship just seemed to disappear this like season. stashed enough. on a moon or something. Um, And then also, I was really. We talked about this in Discord, but I was really sure that Lotor was going to get a get a Paladin Lion, but he didn't.
0: Because it's called <laughs> White Lion. It's like, oh, we have a Black Lion, we have <laughs> yeah. a Blue Lion. We're, oh, New White Lion, Sixth Lion. Wow.
2: Yeah. And then <laughs> nothing happened with no. that. There there were some interesting character beats for Lotor in these episodes, but I still, it feels like nothing was resolved, and that makes sense because there's only six episodes, and I'm just kind of waiting for more now.
0: Yeah, it's almost like this wasn't really a season finale, wow. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I (laughs) know.
0: Okay, Steve, (laughs) what did you think of
3: these two? Oh, I I really like these two episodes. Um, Little Bloodlines, that nice little little surprise with Meet Keith's Mom. Um. I didn't care too much for the whole Lance, Pidge, Hunk, you know, comic relief plot. Um, I just thought that sort of dragged from the stuff I cared about because I was so interested in Keith's little mission and some other stuff going on. I'm like, whatever. And also, I don't think it made sense. Like, why you want to, like, goof around on a Gala ship? We're trying to make peace with these people. Why are you trying to just m- maybe make them mad? Um, as for episode six... Oh man, that was a really big episode. Like, maybe a new ship is born with Lotar and Laura. I know oh, no. you don't, oh, no. uh, but I got I gotta admit though, I definitely Lothar. The more closer I see Laura and Lotar get, the more uncomfortable I get. The more I'm thinking, Lotar eventually he's gonna, maybe not on purpose, but he's gonna kind of betray us at some point because he's got. He got um uh, a lot of his parents' blood in him. He got all his parents' blood in him. And remember, um, Minerva and even Zarkon in the beginning, they they had good intentions in the beginning, and they got corrupted. So, I make you think Lotor have any better luck. Hmm. And it does feel like when I see Loktor and Alora, like their interactions in the episode, it just reminds me a little bit of Katara and Jet in episode ten of Avatar: the Last Airbender. I'm like. Oh, I don't! Oh, please don't break Allura's heart, please. J- comparing Jatara
0: to uh, whatever <laughs> the whatever their ship L- name L- is L- in this, uh, Lotor and Allura. I think yeah, that's a, a, I, pro, that captures my appropriate amount of disgust at the ship. Comparing it to Jatara, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. And listen, I said I don't when I say Lotor might betray us. I don't think he's, he's 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 like he's trying to like betray us. He's like uh. He's like, he's tricking us or anything. I think in his heart, he thinks he's on their side. He thinks uh, he's doing good. And he wants to do good. But, you know, he just, we've seen him before when things don't go his way, how he can be sometimes. And, and you never know. I, I do have this thing could happen though, is with the Shiro thing. He might do to Shiro what he did to that Nakadira? What the, what's her mm-hmm. name? Whatever. What? I, I, that, have no the, idea. oh, Narcivani, the, the
1: like, Killed.
3: Yeah, he might try to kill Clone Cat Shiro, lady. and that could cause a major wedge because, because he he definitely um he definitely he's kind of paranoid. We see a little bit paranoid when it, and who can blame him? Because his his mother's stop spying on him all the time. Won't give him any space. <laughs> yeah
0: need some need some room mom he <laughs> yeah. uh, is
3: uh, a black
2: mirror yeah and this is actually a black mirror episode yeah, So th-
0: this is just archangel where uh <laughs> hagar is the mom okay gotcha yeah, interesting yeah,
2: don't leave the dude, don't leave the guy alone
0: here and yeah okay but yeah you yeah you've you've some uh questions about lotor's uh motivations and stuff we'll get into that for sure that's a big question uh to talk about <laughs> after these episodes as with all season um yeah i i, I think these were Good episodes, bloodlines and white line, but I was let, definitely let down coming off of postmortem and Kralzera. Uh, like, these weren't exactly what I was looking for from the show uh like I think episodes 2, 3 and 4 were great like huge political character focused episodes that were super exciting and then I think to a certain extent 5 and 6 are a little bit of a return to the base level of Voltron, where I wasn't super connecting to any storylines the characterization was only su- uh, surface level and uh yeah in general I just I thought they were uh, a big step down from, from two, three and four. So the season to me is like two, three and four incredible. Uh, one, five and six, you know, we're okay. Uh, like white line was exciting. It was gorgeous. Uh, you know. When you're coming, this is the problem with splitting the season in two. When you get to the last episode of the, the 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 dump that they did, you're expecting like resolution to the things that we were talking about throughout the season, or at least a, a moment that was bigger than anything we had before. And White Lion only was visually climactic. Like it was the most gorgeous episode of the six, but it was, uh, it featured less exciting events by far than either three or four or even the end of two. And it didn't really resolve anything that we were talking about. Um, so I think that episode just suffers because uh ne- they decided to dump six episodes, like that's clearly not a, a season finale. It's
2: not uh, even a, it doesn't even feel like a mid season finale. It no. really just doesn't feel like an ending to anything.
3: I, I warned you guys on the Discord before the, the season dumped that this probably was gonna happen that think of it this as either season four part one or even season three part one of a of four. Right. And we were talking about this in the first podcast.
0: I actually think I was Incorrect about something. Andy was saying that the first episode was written as a season premiere, I think. And I, and I do think that's true. Like this is the first part of a 13. Uh, this is the first six of a 13. Okay. So I think the first episode they did conceive of as a season premiere, even if it's like the midway through the 26, which yeah. it's not clear whether they think of it as 13 or 26. But the premiere was probably written somewhat as a premiere. Um, this, uh, this episode was definitely not written as a finale, given what yeah. they knew. Well,
3: though, yeah. so, even if it's a 26 episode season, normally the 13th episode, you have like a mid-season finale type of, of epicness. So
0: yeah, e- yeah, that's right. Even if they think of it as twenty six, it's 13 would still be a mid-season. finale. This is not 13 or 26. This is whatever. Yeah, this is, uh, 26. Nineteen twenty, 20, yeah. Um, but uh, we are approaching, season six is going to be very happy. We are approaching a true finale, so that's going to be very yeah. upsetting. But um, yeah, I thought they were fine episodes. I don't know. I, I, I definitely wasn't crazy about, I didn't connect with anything in Bloodlines. You know, like there's no specific plotline I really loved. I very much agree with Steve that the uh, robot comic relief plotline did not work.
2: Uh, what, you didn't like Amazing Grace, Dylan? Yeah.
0: No uh it's, it's 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 steve you're right you said they get onto the galran headquarters this time and this is how they react like th- we're we're having this historic alliance between the paladins and the galran in that episode we just have this stupid b-plot with our characters goofing off like that's what we're doing right yeah, now and they're
3: pissing and they're pissing off the guards so maybe in the end we kind of made up with them but still
0: i'm not i'm not concerned about the alliance i'm just like the scope yeah. of the show is yeah
3: <laughs> okay let's it, go like, hack something <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. The, but the Page doesn't have anything better to do, really. Like, well, I either. do but,
3: think, in a way, it might pay off a bit in the sixth episode. Is we when we see uh, Lok-Tar's generals talking, and at the end they said, well, "Let's throw rocks at the crew or something." I guess maybe showing that the bad guys and good guys were kind of similar. Okay, you see, you see which, a
0: parallel there. Interesting. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> um, that but, was another but, weird scene. <laughs>
3: But D- Dylan, they're definitely bringing this
2: robot back. This is this is season six's ca- cattle necker. This is definitely oh, God. the robot's going to be flying through the super <laughs> Thursday. In, in my
0: opinion, the the creative team of the show does not have a good concept of what resonates as a fan gag like i don't think kaltenecker is funny at all i know some Why people do you? but whoa, whoa. It's, it's so stupid it's 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 forced like fan service right like it's like oh this is gonna be a funny gag like it's yeah. to naturally catch on like, at least there was no it. at least there was no fart humor <laughs>
3: give it that yeah
0: that's true yeah.
3: Um, um, um one thing i did like though was we got more female gara high rank Officer. yes that was true mm-hmm. we did we, we did get more it, I, guess I say this i'm gonna say gara they might be racist they might be specious or whatever you call it but they're not sexist so give them that well That's i didn't it. know that until this season like yeah, we, we had
0: zero of these until literally this season until we
2: female literally Gaara were wondering biopers. if there were yeah. female yeah, <laughs> thousand, like every officer is a female galra. also i still don't get how gala features work because every single one yeah, of them right? looks different
1: yeah, and it's not just like in like any species where there's like variation, but this is like they have completely different heads sometimes. Yeah, I think <laughs> like I thought I,
0: I think I thought all Gollans were mouse people because of Sendak at first. Yeah, yeah and it seems yeah. like he's the only one.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> maybe it's like this is going like full biology evolutionary kind of stuff, but maybe it's like the original Gollans were purple and had yellow eyes and something else as their main features. And then because it's been however many millennia or whatever of them going around, there's like intermixing with other species or maybe species there is too. no
3: true pure blood. Gaara yeah. Anymore. At
1: this point. It's
3: yeah.
0: That would be, that That seems like commentary that they would do. It's like, uh, th- their sense of true blood is, is not
2: actually real well, they're just not um, explaining yeah. it. Dark like, <laughs> was the last one. I think if that's true.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: Okay. Anyway, let's, um, Haley, what stands out to you the most from these two episodes in terms of, like, a big thing that happened?
1: Um, uh, Keith's mom is awesome. Um, Even though we didn't get a ton of her, but I really, I'm excited to see more from her. Um, I
3: can't wait for for her to meet the crew.
1: Yeah, I just think she's going to be really cool. A cool character. Um, Shiro is now... I guess kind of admitting or at least kind of aware that he's not all there anymore, um, which is exciting. And I think the whole white lion um, episode, I feel like I agree with you. I didn't really like emotionally connect with what was going on because we were literally introduced to this plot line at the beginning of the episode. (laughs) Um, But Mm -hmm. visually wise, it was really amazing. Um, So I think that was cool. And I think it's going to lead to interesting things as well with, um cuz i can't really tell if lotor is upset that he got kicked out and is like hiding it or if he's actually legitimately yes. happy for alura cuz maybe they're in love like the the romance oh, is off the charts <laughs> oh,
0: no. okay let's get this out of the way let's get it out of the way now <laughs> who's feeling the lotor and alura haley you said yes
1: I'm, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go for it. Why not? Yeah. So is, I like,
0: it, like, uh, w- w- is it like an objective? Like, I saw, I think the episode was presenting it. Or are you feeling it like I, you're shipping it?
1: Um, uh, I was not shipping it before. But after this episode, I was like, I like them together. They seem cute together. And <laughs> so I'll, I'll be the shipper for it. Why not?
2: Okay, Andy, same question. I'm gonna take the safe bet and say the show just doesn't do romance. And this is just weird. <laughs> Putting them together, so thing. you don't
0: think the show is presenting it in. in that
2: no, episode. I don't think they're presenting any romance ever. <laughs> they were
1: standing so close; so. <laughs> they were. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, Steve.
3: Yeah, uh, I told you I the more I see them together, the more uncomfortable I get. I just really think eventually Lothar is going to stab her in the back eventually. Right. Yeah, that, that's if that's I, the I, I His temper going to get the better of him one of these days. Like, yeah, we saw what he's done before when, like, when he things didn't go completely his way. So he held it in this time, but never know. Eventually, that ugly side might come out again.
0: Yeah, um, I think the show was presenting it in White Lion. I was not happy, <laughs> and <laughs> I hate this ship. I hate it. Oh, I don't know if I hate it more than I guess I hate Keith Allura the most, and then Shiro Allura I also don't like. But uh, this is up there. This is <laughs>
2: Where, guess, where's Allura. Where's
0: Allure Ant? Allure Ant is much better than any of those three. I'll say that yeah. right now. It's like, Okay, the, the Allure ship power rankings are... First of all, Pidge, <laughs> Pidge Allure is number one, obviously. But that they're not doing that. Nope. Um, the best Allure ship is Allure and Lance. I don't know why. It's just the most palatable. Second, Shiro and Allura, Like, real Shiro, though. Not clone Shiro. That's that's fine. <laughs> At least the oldest of them, so... Yeah, I, think they- I get and then And then a big gap. And then... Lotor and uh, Allura and then Keith and Allura. Those is the worst. So, See,
1: <laughs> I like it because they have said this too. They're both thousands of years old so like they, they kind of make sense and I right. think I th- it would lead to interesting things in the storyline in the future.
0: One of the problems is that on the original show I think Lotor was obsessed with Allura in a creepy yeah. stalker way. Yeah I've heard yeah. that it's yeah.
1: really creepy on the actual like the original show so maybe they're like doing it a better way this time
2: Yeah, That seems it like could... an
0: obvious thing not to bring back if it was uh, terribly done then yeah. Very true. And didn't
2: Keith like fight Lotor over Allura multiple times in that show? Ugh. Yeah I think so
0: Um, in terms of ages it's like it's it's uh, it's hard to talk about because they're both uh, they both anged or at least uh, (laughs) at least Allura is Aang in that she was uh, she's biologically that like hundreds or thousands of years old and she's uh, or chronologically and biologically is like 17 or something and then Lotor is not frozen though right as far as we know he's just he's just like several hundred years old but he ages weirdly so I think he's
2: several thousand years old
1: yeah yeah like give him millennia as right.
0: So um course. your mileage may vary on whether that squicks you out or not. But uh <laughs> I don't care so even as much about the ages. I just feel like Lotor presents as a mid twenties guy and Alura presents as a teenager so it like grows it so it like doesn't do Oh well.
1: really? I totally read her as like twenty five.
0: Oh, interesting. Completely. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with Haley. Oh,
1: yeah, no, she is not a teenager to me at all. Yeah. She looks like an adult. I mean woman. she's
0: <laughs> a uh, uh I don't know what you'd call yeah. that. like uh,
3: What do you call <laughs> someone who's thousands of years old? Well, um, I'd be fine, though, if Lotok can just settle his mommy issues. He's got his mommy issues he needs to resolve right now. That's that's yeah, the thing standing
0: in the way of the uh, their relationship. <laughs>
3: yeah, Laura had her daddy issues early in the series, and she resolved them. Oh so. God,
0: no! Don't you just, uh, that that actually sounds like something someone would write a fanfic of. But oh, um, no. Okay the the big plot thing to come out of this, other than the fact that the show seems to be pairing the two of them for some reason, is that Laura uh, achieves the secrets of of. Uh, <laughs> you know, the golden, the, the, yeah, the, she, she finds, she finds Atlantis and she gets the, she, she gets the secrets and she's now a full alchemist. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't get what this means. Cause I <laughs> yes. assume she had the powers before, but maybe not. I, I think
0: what it means is that, um, she, she goes into the realm of the ancestors and she asks for the knowledge to, I uh, make the power? like make Voltron in the same way that her dad did. So, yeah. I, so in theory, now she understands how Voltron works and could make adjustments to Voltron or could make a new Voltron. She's
2: like that powerful now. Mm-hmm. I, that, I have a question though. Mm-hmm does anybody really understand what Altayan alchemy is? Look, yeah. it's, it's, it's magic. <laughs> that's what like, it is. I don't <laughs> get it. They like, like, keep saying the word alchemy and I'm like, do they understand what that word means? Yeah, like,
1: that is not alchemy. Maybe they mean it in terms of, like, changing quintessence into another thing.
0: I guess. You know? It means its own thing. Yeah, it could be that, but it's just it's just Altaian science, which is basically magic because it's so advanced. Yeah. Uh,
3: okay. that's,
0: that's all it is. Um, so yeah, Allura is super powerful now uh that'd be cool if we saw her doing something before the Other season than just ended, on the ship yeah she didn't do anything she powered up the ship wow huge huge move i feel like she could She's have done back. that
1: before we wouldn't have questioned
3: just it episode six of this 13 episode right, season right. Though, that's just...
0: i know i understand but uh you know this is a shot at netflix um but yeah it's uh, yeah, and andy you like the prospect of allura being mm-hmm. super
2: powerful no, because like like I was joking about, it. I think she's just like a quintessence battery now and Lotor's just gonna use her as a battery and we're into that problematic stuff.
3: Enough. Oh and, and I do think Lotor is probably a quintessence junkie. Right. right he's following yeah. in the footsteps. Has, yes, has he
2: used Quintessence on the show yet? Like used it on
3: himself, like right. No,
2: I don't there.
0: I don't
1: think he, so. Yeah. He used the meteorite to make those whatever they are things but yeah. So, okay, let's talk let's anything- talk about
0: yeah. uh the state the political state of the world as we seem to be getting it. So we're very much questioning what would be happening at the end of last podcast and the answer is that not much. Um but yeah it's it was very <laughs> underwhelming considering we're like wow the whole world has shifted and it's like this episode starts it's like yeah things are chill. Um but basically Lotor uh, has formed an alliance between the Gaulrans and the Paladins and uh, most of the Gauran Empire has fallen in line, but there's a lot of it that has not and they're in revolt. So mm-hmm. there you go.
1: Yeah. It's basically have, what like, we
0: were saying last time. It's that the Ga- yeah, Galrins are with the Paladins now. That's very weird. Um but uh Hagar is potentially our, our main force of bat at the
3: moment. We don't even have a clear like face of the enemy because there's all, all these other rebel forces are against each other as well. It'd be easier if they could reuni- reunite, put their side of differences and say and go after Lothar. Oh, so you're you're uh,
0: trying to be the political strategist for the uh, revolting yeah, sections I, that's of the? Yeah, I would
3: do if I. That's what I would do if I was. Don't them. support.
0: Don't support the Galrin revolt. They're the. They're the bad guys.
3: Okay, all right. Think, no. the just, thing is I just want interesting battles. I'm, I'm, I want the show to continue to have some interesting fights and stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, Andy. I will see. The thing is you can't vote against Lotor here because Dylan is one of his
2: generals now. right okay. I've already pledged Very my true. allegiance to Lotor yeah. and that was a great <laughs> that was a
0: great move. He's in full power right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he went to Atlantis. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, I guess he doesn't get. Yeah, that's true. He's he suffers a defeat. He doesn't get uh, magic space magic powers with uh, like but now Allura his girlfriend does. has yeah. them. So it'll oh, work god. Out. oh god, oh <laughs> god.
2: <laughs>
0: Why? Does well, this, this, this show going to go through every infuriating pa- uh, pair the uh, token female up with every single male on the show before might... it does any sort of gay relationship? Yeah. Like, does she have to go through? The, like, we have to go through hinting of every single infuriating straight ship before we get any inklings of any. Sort of non-headship, right? Mm-hmm. That's,
3: that's, like how that. yeah. oh that's how probably. it works. Uh, I guess we have to suffer through. Yeah,
2: uh,
3: I'm okay. It's for the next uh, Laura Agar fight. Like saying, like thing, like the mother, the mother and the girlfriend. Like good enough for my son. <laughs> you say that, and I, but
0: you're you're not like far off from what the show it, is going to be, be presenting happen. us. <laughs> like, that's the sad part. I want to be like serious, Steve. This is dumb, actually why
3: I seriously want to see. Actually, though, is it's somehow parallel Keith and Corelia and Lotar and Hagar and some do something with those four characters in terms of how one, like, uh, Keith and his mom sort of, they kind of just reunited. They have a good relationship, while Lotar and Hagar's relationship is completely, like, broken. Yeah, I, d- I do think that's a
0: potential parallel that, uh, the, that these two episodes are presenting. We have two notable moms of our characters. Yeah.
3: And I do think it's pretty clear I think Lotar, in the back of his mind he knows Hagar's his mom he just refuses to admit it. Right.
0: So update on the that. update on the Hagar lotar situation episode 5 talks about that with uh Alura and uh, they're saying um Alura's like oh, what if what if uh, Hagar ends Oh and, my god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the,
3: what's her name again? Um, Anerva. Anerva. Like, what if
0: they're the same person?
3: And luther's like, like, nah, yeah. Like, I think it's more of he. I think he knows, but he chooses yeah. to admit it. Or sh- the show is presenting it yet. a metaphor it, yeah. of my mom died when she became Hadgar. Right.
0: But, it could it could be neither.
3: But yeah. how I agree with Haley. How did Laura make that jump?
2: She was. It was ten thousand years ago. Um, I
0: yeah, I mean, I I guess they were in the room. They saw all of her notes. It's like, how did she get these notes? How did she know? How did she have all of nervous stuff? How is she? How is she so good at this this kind well, of work? You know, well, I, she's, like well,
3: might, well, I guess. Well, she's much more than Akko. At least, wanna yeah, figure okay. that out. Like. That. Oh my, I mean, anyone, Rock would be like, anyone, oh my anyone, god, anyone Arnova is Hagar's twin sister. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, the
0: the Pad Paracha uh, is, uh, that was what, uh, <laughs> Allura was right here. Um, yeah. but, uh, it's, yeah, and it seems like, uh, Lotor knows, but doesn't want to accept it. That yeah. Hagar is, yeah, she's like, that witch was not my mother, and, uh. Trying to make me hate Lotor using witch so much. I, I feel like uh, characters calling Hagar witch is, very, in my mind, very easily is like a stand-in for calling her that word with a B and is really like sexist uh, but, use of
3: language. Doesn't Zarkon called her that? Like, Well, yeah, Zarkon's like, not like, the
0: shining like, pinnacle of... <laughs> yeah,
3: <okay. but>. yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
0: it's it's yeah. I guess she is literal witch, but uh, yeah, she, yeah. also she's not. That's not a real thing. There's just you know, it's not like there's a class of witches in the, in, the, in space. So uh,
1: they call her uh, a high p- priestess all the time. Yeah, I feel I like, like that's her elder. official title.
0: Yeah, which is like the derogatory, derogatory term. Um, but uh, yeah, there's jumping. We're jumping around here, but uh, ha- let's talk all the Hagar stuff in the episode, which connects to the Shiro stuff. Which is um, yeah. we see once again Hagar is uh, spying through Shiro. And, um, does she do anything in the first episode? No, she's not there. No. But then the second episode, the lieutenants are bored, and uh, <laughs> they say Hagar's uh, formulating her next move. And then at the end, uh, Hagar's spying, and she says, uh, I know where we're going now. It's the place I've been searching for my whole life.
2: Well, I think the bigger thing you kind of glossed over there, Dylan, was one of the generals that's with Hagar now said no one's taking out Lotor. That implies that their goal is not to take over the Golar Empire, which is interesting.
0: I well, I think I think that they have been told nothing from by Hagar. Do you that, think they've been told nothing? Yes.
3: Well I see it though, I think is I think If definitely still has like some emotional connection to Lotar and doesn't want to kill him or nothing. And the other two, I don't know, might be a indifferent, but and Hagar has her own little goals and we're not really sure what that is yet, so I don't think
0: it's X, both. X, uh, yeah, yeah don't, it's it's um i I'm still frustrated that the three generals haven't shown anything in yeah. relation to Lotor um you know it's like maybe we'd address that at some point. How do they feel about Lotor well, I, and I, I
3: do think though if you go back to the last year finale that Xar did not want to um turn on Lotor, I guess he had no choice the, everyone else was voting in favor of. We got to cut bait with Lotor. Yeah, it seems so. like she's the
0: most connected to him. I agree. Um, it's hard to talk about any of them because they've had so little at doing anything. Um, but, uh, I, they, I, I think that sh- the, whichever of them was saying that, I think they're referring to the people that were revolting against Lotor. It's just like, no one's taken him out. Yeah, let's go or whatever. I don't know. I, I think we can't read too much in that, but, um, Hagar wants to go to, um, the, what, what's this place called? Uh, Atlantis yeah whatever We're going to, she, she wants to go to Atlantis and uh, she will Will Hagar be able to pass by the Lion Guardian and uh, also achieve the Allura's magic space powers
1: good question
3: probably yes right
1: I think that'd be interesting
3: well, maybe she's maybe a little smarter than lotor in terms of controlling her little temper and not trying to and realizing what the Lion the Guardian Lion
0: wants yeah, seems like the only reason Lotor failed was because he, he attacked the thing and did not just accept death like it wanted him to.
3: I wonder if that's more like showing a message of male female stereotypes, of the male are more aggressive and and stuff, while females are more passive. Yeah, though Lotor's
0: Lotor's ta- toxic masculinity so uh, against, came back to so The
3: point against that though is one of Lotor's generals is like female and she is like the most like maybe the most aggressive We've certainly
0: seen a ag- super aggressive uh, females
3: yeah. on the show yeah but
0: um <laughs> but- it's uh so Hagar going on a mission to get potential magic space powers that's uh that would in theory enable her to achieve the uh whatever the realm between the the d- dimensions or whatever where the quintessence lies the quintessence field or or the Voltron field or so uh that's like what she wasn't able to fully get when she was a and when she was working on that so these uh this might enable her to 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 get there, but in theory, alert could get there right now mm-hmm. i don't I don't really know how that works maybe just because she doesn't have all the research on it she can't that's the problem. This is all just very uh, theoretical
1: she has um, all the knowledge yeah. so maybe she can
2: does she have all the knowledge or does she just have the knowledge yeah. of what she asked? I don't
1: know well, didn't she just ask like tell me everything my dad knew basically
0: yeah, so that's yeah, but- all that's kind of a lot
1: that's everything. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I guess, I guess, though her her dad didn't know how to get into that field specifically because uh like that was what Onerva was working on, and her dad was around for that. Like yeah. uh, he he just knew how to make Voltron or whatever. So he like knows advanced alchemy. Maybe it, super quintessence is different from like the quintessence fields. Different from that um yeah i don't know this this is one of the frustrations it's all very vague right now so hoping for some more details to come but um yeah so we know hagar is uh it seems like she's doesn't have political motivations she now that she's tapped into her memories she maybe wants to finish off the research she did as Anerva. erva
2: mm-hmm. but probably yeah where does that leave us still on villains though if that if all she wants to do is just study stuff where what is going on with like conflict here well
0: study and use it in a uh, malicious way eventually I guess so we mm-hmm. still have to stop I him. guess but yeah it truly is there's no there's no real villain I think I feel like Hagar has not been presented as a straight-up villain as yeah so it's mm-hmm. gonna be interesting to see uh, let's talk Lotor because that's the other potential yeah. um, villain Um you know, the big question, as the question has been all season, is are we trusting Lotor? Because uh, in Bloodlines, he welcomes the Paladins into the Galrin headquarters. Um, he seems very, uh, you know, he's, he seems very sincere with his desire to have an alliance with them. He says, once again, he states that his goal is to achieve uh unlimited quintessence and achieve peace through giving everyone uh, unlimited source of energy. Very utopian type of vision. Uh, just unlimited energy, to Everyone Everyone knows no reason to fight anymore. Um, and he's he consistent with his message. He's been nice to everyone. He uh, he kind of forces them to go through the white hole and to go to the the white lion and stuff. Um, you could you could see some sketchy stuff there. Uh, maybe the most sketchy thing is his aggression against the white lion when he was on his own. Yeah. Uh, what's your current read on Lothar Andy?
2: I don't buy it for a second i don't buy him for a second i think that he is definitely doing something mal- like malicious something is gonna go wrong here because he wants unlimited quintessence and theoretically that could be really cool it like could be fusion everyone gets energy but quintessence also is like this super weapon and i'm concerned what lotor would do with a super weapon and it wouldn't be good like he could just destroy the rest of the galran empire that aren't under him. I don't know what his like, part of the problem is I don't know what his end goal is. I just don't think it aligns with what the Paladins think it is. I don't I think he, I think these two episodes kind of set him up to be the big bad of the entire show.
0: And what what how do you see it
2: going? I, I think that what's going to happen is they're going to help him get what he wants, whatever that is at the end. like Whatever it actually is that he wants, whether it's just unlimited quintessence or a new evil Voltron. Once he gets that, he's going to do a heel turn and then in some way, and and they're not going to agree with him, and that's going to he's going to turn into the big bad. But I don't know how far off we are from that. It could be in a couple seasons. It could be at the end of the next one. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I, I so let me. I think there's two. I, I think we've seen enough from Lotor these episodes to take most of what he's saying at face value to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, but but even with that, I think there's two potential areas where um you sh- the what he's presented should trip red flags and it's like not uh Alura at least and Shiro um yeah. i think number 1 is um his kind of ends justify the means approach like he's he's pretty driven in achieving this unlimited quintessence and he doesn't care that it's putting them in danger when he's going to the like these like let's go to the white hall we need to drive on even though it could kill us they're like no let's just go back this is a stupid idea and he's like no we're, we're going for this and he's pretty consistently done that he doesn't seem to care that much about the paladin's lives like the relatives no. like they're allies so like he I, he would defend them but it's incredibly unimportant compared to his ultimate goal of unlimited
3: quintessence
2: well i mean he did kill narty just because she didn't help him like he'd probably do that yeah. to he he was a and spy
3: and he thought he, he thought he was a spy which does put Shiro <laughs> in danger because he's doing the same thing that's true yeah um, <laughs> no, that's then, an interesting he, parallel there yeah
0: um, this, number two is that his ultimate goal is unlimited quintessence, which is the same thing his mom and dad were looking for, which is the thing that corrupted them and turned them into supervillains. So yeah. if he does achieve unlimited quintessence, it seems like there's a high probability that it would corrupt him as well.
3: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think, though, so. Loktor, right now, a Space Paladin, his he does not see himself betraying the Paladins. He sees their goals, like everything's going to work out. He's not plotting right now how he's going to betray them. But I do think eventually either his temper probably get the better of him, or his we'll find out his goals, his methods are not in line with the paladins. So I don't think like he's like he's devious plotting behind their backs. I just think, like I said, he he's probably got, has too much of his parents' blood in him. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we've I seen think this story you, before. We all might have uh, hesitation
0: on where he's ultimately going to end up. But do any of us think that he's scheming against them actively at the moment and is going no, like, man, he's like behind so, his back
3: i i trust him there the thing Lothar is, i thing lotar is i don't think lotar can trust himself
0: okay what do you mean by that
3: <laughs> no, i'm just saying his i just like i said i said like his maybe his temper gets the better of him or
0: yeah you said he's, he's too much kind of his parents or yeah, something yeah. i'm
3: just saying i i'm just saying lotar might just lose like I think he wants to do good, but he might lose himself later on to the darkness and yes, lose that-
0: him, he might get corrupted in the process like yes. his parents. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I that's that's a potential outcome. Um uh, Jeff, uh, who's been on the previous podcast, not on here but on our Discord, brought up the point that um Lotor <laughs> in public always seems very composed and agreeable, but the one time we've seen him in private was against the white line and he was very aggressive and uh kind of seething, and maybe that's what he has internally, is about a built-up anger and rage. I think that's true.
3: and I, I guess you can't really blame him, considering his backstory the way his dad treated him before, so I can understand that, and who knows, we have never seen a flat-fellow when he was really, really young, Maybe he was a much more gentle, kinder person back in those days. Right. I mean, he he tells
0: us he tells us a story in the White yeah. Lion about how he uh he was sent to like subjugate a planet by his dad. He like worked with them and it was great. And then uh, at the end, uh, Zarkon told him to kill it, and when he didn't, Zarkon blew it up himself. So like, yeah, definitely a lot of uh, uh issues from throughout yeah, his life. I, that I, was I wonder
3: out. about some. Of you. I kind of wonder if what's the name of the head Lotar general. Of her age, if she knew Lotar long ago, when maybe he was a kinder, nicer person. Yeah, accent. I mean, yeah, it's possible. I, mean,
0: would, I, 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 I think you have a lot of acts that theories in the show. Is like shown her for five seconds, but this yeah. season. But yeah,
2: I, I think the main issue is that Lotor hasn't really changed. He's always been a very pragmatic character. Whenever we've seen him, and he just does the thing that gets him the most value. And and but he believes he can get a lot of value out of people being alive around him. It's not that he cares about people. It's that he honestly believes that having a planet full of people who follow him is a lot more value to him than just a blown-up planet or a planet of slaves. And I don't – and that's just not caring. He is not necessarily a good person. He just sees the value in having an empire of loyal people. I think think the
0: ultimate question here is um, do we think when push comes to shove, he will – uh, use Allura, uh, to his uh, like, and harm her to his ends. Now that she has these powers, or would he stand up and say, "I'm not hurting Allura"?
2: No, he would definitely do the first. He will hundred percent do the efficient thing before the moral thing every and time, and he'll rationalize here. it too. Yes, like, yeah. like yeah. thinking no,
0: even, it's the even with the grid. connection they've made, the potential yes. romantic connection, the, yeah. he, uh, he, sti- he still he still would try to drain Allura like a quintessence battery
3: rather than uh, working yeah. side by yeah. side it with
0: would- her. I think just, that's
3: uh, I think that not just his character so far. You, I don't yeah, think that anything we've seen disagrees with that. And he would justify it that the ends of the many outweighs the needs mm, of the yeah. few and I Go yeah, Steve. Oh yeah, i was almost like saying Um I think the way you break it down, I think Zarkon, he's like Ozai and Lotor is like 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 a core villain like Iman or Kurvir or or Zaheer or someone like that who's just Yeah, a little over- more new nu- a little more nuanced rather than yes. just <laughs> a
0: straight issue. But that being said, Lotor not actively working for evil right now. I agree that uh, push comes to shove, you betray Allura. I think that's probably where we're going given the continued yeah. connection yeah. we're building up between them. <laughs> Um, uh, I'll still side with him, though. I don't care. He's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think team. he's
1: lying about anything. That yeah, that, yeah, I think
0: that's the that's the big shift. I think that was kind of the really one of the coolest things this season is that it, they didn't just go in a uh, in a <laughs> direction with Lotor. Like so he's sneaky. yeah, like he's not he's not just he, it's it's deeper it's more complicated than that. And I think that's been a really a really cool yeah. way to go with this character.
3: Well, I got, I got, I do think though, like I said, I said it on the Discord when the season was starting, and I'm one third of way right there that. The whole family, Zarkon, Hagar, and Lotar, will be dead by the end of the series, and I'm thinking... Yeah, well, not Zarkon's dead.
0: Um, I, Lothar, we can't kill Hagar and Lotar, because they are two not v- now. The interesting I'm about people. the end of the
3: series. So I'm well, about- yes,
0: do whatever in the series finale, but uh, yeah, this yeah. is... Uh, but, they've been done really great with the uh, Hagar and Lotar characterization-wise.
2: I hope they really do go this direction, though, with Lotar, where he does betray Lord, just because it's interesting, because I honestly think they... <laughs> empire he creates is a place that i would prefer to live in it feels like he would make a really great place to live in with a lot of things sacrificed to get there
0: so you are mm-hmm. advocating for utopia andy so you are you are advocating for the a few yes, uh, sort of. potential I, I'm dystopian kind of me, yeah. i'm
2: kind of on the lotor train like sure the paladins might die but his his empire seems pretty sweet
0: okay uh fully buying into the the lotor motivations I like the good. Get good. Good. come to this so, side
3: he might get along great with the other universe's Alteans. Right, they also have alternate dimensions. Oh whatever. god,
0: uh, <laughs> I forgot that
3: was a thing.
2: I don't want that to ever
3: oh,
0: no. uh, let's, we, let's give our brief update on Shiro, which is that uh, he tells Lance uh, in the White Lion that he does not feel like himself. Further confirming, I think what we talked about last podcast, uh, Shiro is not acting um, mischievously. Yeah. He's If there's something up with him, which there does seem to be, he's unaware of it.
3: I, I, I- want... Wonder- I wonder if when he realizes that he is like a maybe a spy for Hagar, he might do something drastic. He might maybe, you know, kill himself or something.
0: Right. That's, a, that's And, and he's just
3: a clone, though, so it's not like she's the real well, Shiro. Well, okay, okay,
0: let's talk. What, what is what is up? Couldn't this just be real Shiro and Hagar spying through him?
3: It It's possible that,
2: like, because he died, quote-unquote, Real Shiro disappeared when he was in the Black Lion, so he disappeared into like Quintessence or something. Hagar controls Quintessence. Maybe she just pulled him out of the weird lion space and she reprogrammed him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The only the it's only also... thing to say that this isn't real Shiro is the thing in episode three with Shiro calling out to him in the in the in the void. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. It's weird too that a lot of the. Like, kind of clues that he's not who he is is how he's overreacting to things and really like snapping at everyone. And it seems like that is always relating to helping and supporting Lotor. Yes. Which is interesting because yeah, maybe it, that is Hagar, you know, she's like, it's her son, she's trying to support him. And
3: yeah, him, Yeah. Him and Lotor are best buddies. Now that's literally. a ship.
2: Now that's a yeah. ship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then on top of that, whenever Lotor goes anywhere, Shiro is right behind him. He like mm-hmm. walks in lockstep with him everywhere he goes. He's and like
1: Hagar's bodyguard.
2: For yeah, him. That's, I think
0: that that's because Hagar is tracking Lotor. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. so that that would indicate Hagar is controlling Shiro's movements to a certain extent. Um, mm-hmm. She's just interested in Lotor. That's why she's she's and, doing that.
2: And I think that also shows that as soon as Lotor leaves, as soon as Lotor's nowhere near Shiro and Shiro can't reach him, Shiro starts thinking different things. Shiro starts realizing, hey, I have been acting weird. And That's that, true. That yeah, when,
1: it was only when he was off the ship that yeah. he was started wondering, like, oh,
2: something feels odd. And then as soon as Lotor came back, Shiro was right there with Lotor again every chance he could get. Hmm.
0: So do we? Do do we think that uh, ultimately Hagar could push a
2: button and control this Shiro? I don't think yeah. so. I
0: think Shiro has
2: just been programmed to help Lotor, and I don't think she has more control than that. It just when so what, what do you ultimately
0: had, think he is? Do you think it's like uh, mental, con- like psychological conditioning? And yeah, that he's a clone, I, Or do you think he's like an AI?
2: I think, I think he's a, I think he's like a clone or something. If you played Bioshock, like, that has a lot of similar things where, like, they programmed... He, she programmed the ways that he would react to things when they come up. And, like, if you see Lotor, you help him. You push forward for whatever he pushes forward. But she has no more control than that. She doesn't, like, have a button that says, kill this Shiro or tell Shiro to kill people.
3: But the one one little hole here is that, until recently, when clone, this Shiro first started appearance in Season 3... Haggard did not know she was Lotar's mom. She didn't have her memories back yet, so mm-hmm. why? So why would she set it up that yes. way, right?
2: Yeah. Well, back then Lotar was a risk to um yeah, empire, at the very mm-hmm. least. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so so still
3: so so she had different motives back then, but she still like had now she's doing it for a different reason.
0: Yeah, yeah, that could be, and she's just utilizing from before she remembered. Um, yeah, uh, d- disappointing to not get straight answers for the second, quote unquote, season in a row with Shiro. Um, but uh, probably season six, <laughs> Shiro answers.
1: Well, we had way more progress in it this season than we've had I'm just, ever. So that was I'm nice. just glad
2: it was acknowledged. That's all right? I really care about. Like I remember saying, like, oh, it's happening. And someone in this the Discord spoilers chat was like, no, it's not happening. It doesn't happen this season. I'm like, no, no, no. But we we acknowledged it. And right, that's yeah, season
1: four, it was
0: just not talked about. This There's season, like, it's, it's is yeah, something it's
1: going on. It's like
2: probably, but we don't know. I yet. just felt paranoid and insane in season four. Like, <laughs> yeah, is it not happening? Cause it not feels happening, like it's happening. No. The best
0: way, the best way to go in season six would just not be not address this again. It's like J.K. No, this is, is, this was that this
2: could actually happen. It
0: could that. happen. That oh, don't it,
1: even put that out into the universe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I think the ultimate question is like what's going to happen to our shiro when shiro, real shiros found out like is, is our shiro just going back to dead and not going to be around or will we find some uh, a de- deus ex way to put our shiro back into the clone shiro and, and have uh, like nothing's changed real shiro is alive again I so. hope not I really maybe
1: want, Allura's I new alchemy it. powers like no.
0: figure oh, yeah, out she, yeah she'll just
3: she'll just uh, necromancy him back right like, yeah she, can do anything, she like
1: can tell something's up
3: well, I do and think they, eventually though Keith's gonna have to fulfill his destiny and be the Black Lion Paladin. So, yeah, eventually we gotta get him out of the way in terms of being able to use the Black Lion. So, yeah, let's yeah, talk. It.
0: Let's talk Keith and Cro- uh, Crolia. Um, in yeah,
3: this Episode. Yeah. Um, Haley, what
0: did you think of Crolia in this episode?
1: I love Crolia so much. <laughs> I like when we had at the beginning, just like, oh yeah, she she's infiltrated the ship and she's our contact and everything. And we saw her from a distance. I was like, oh, neat, cool, whatever. I thought she'd be, like, a one-off character. But then we actually saw her, and I love her design. She's really interestingly drawn. And then we meet her, and she's super cool. Um, and, like, she's Keith's mom, which is whatever. That's neat. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like Keith. He's fine. He's, he's good. But yeah. I mostly like that she's his mom because it means that she's not going away, which yeah. is really nice. Um, well,
2: you okay? Yeah. Don't say that because she could totally not appear for like. It's very 20 true. Minutes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Keith, Keith was in like two episodes this whole season for like I, twenty minutes. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I love her. I really want more from her. And she was so she was just so cool and like in control of the situation and everything. Um. And yeah, I'm a big fan. I really oh. want her to come back. I, I
3: I want her to meet the rest of the Palatins. Yeah, I probably want to she see Lance's like reaction. I wonder maybe he'll say something like yeah hey, Keith, your mom's kinda cute or something.
1: <laughs> I did have a brief moment we're pa- where we're past like, that with shipped like oh, she could be shipped with someone <laughs> for like yeah. a brief second, and then it was like, no oh.
2: no, yeah, no she she looks a lot younger than she, she must so be, like right that. yeah', yeah. No, I mean well, let's put it this way. Lotor lived for ten thousand years. I have no idea how any of the gall would like, anymore. twenty two <laughs> yeah yeah I- yeah uh andy cro- crolia thoughts. I really liked crolia. I think she um. I don't know if I saw enough to be like, yeah, she's the best ever, but she was definitely cool. I do like having a female Galvin being kind of important because clearly the generals are supposed to be important, but they're doing nothing. So let's have this one, I guess. Um, I think it was kind of sudden that we found Keith's mom out of nowhere. Mm. So I hope that's a little more explained in future episodes and seasons, but I do really like the fight scene. She was involved in this episode as well with, uh, Keith versus all the centuries. I liked how they, uh, she they kind of
3: worked together there. It was, a re- it was a really interesting fight. It wasn't, like, over the top or anything, but it was cool. I I find it interesting, though, how, like, in the beginning episode, the Monora is is scolding Keith for saying emotion is just, like, a luxury we can't afford. And then in this episode, Corelia, she does exactly what Keith did in the last episode. She acts more of emotion than the mission because she wants to protect her son instead of, you know, the mission comes first. Yeah. <laughs> Um,
0: uh, yeah, I, she, she, yeah, she's really cool. I don't care as much about, yeah, her being Keith's mom than I do with, uh, her just seeming like a cool character, but.
3: I, yeah. I, I do have to wonder though, maybe, I do want to start about Keith's dad met her, was she on the Golan Empire side and Keith's dad what got her to change her philosophy in life? Or was she always a- against the empire? Yeah,
0: who knows? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Good, good. That could be a future episode, backstory. Keith's parents' backstory episode. Yeah.
1: Earth doesn't seem to have a clue what's happening in the universe, Wait. so maybe it didn't
2: matter. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Sam left to go back to the garrison in the beginning. Of the episode.
2: I, like, I understand. It, like, if they could just teleport to Earth, why don't they go to Earth all the time? I don't get it. Like, no. if they could just teleport wherever, it just doesn't make sense.
0: Oh, we know uh, Lance's uh, siblings' names: Marco, oh. Luis, and Veronica. Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: and we also is, know is
0: Here is, is, is no. here's the real question: Is Lance? The brother of Marco Diaz from Star Wars. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> That's my brother. Yes, clearly.
2: No, 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 Dylan, Dylan. This is Marco, like, junior, or like, this, he's like the great grandson of Marco Diaz. Oh, okay. I like Oh. That. Okay. They do look
3: kind Lance of like him. Star- so.
0: Lance is a Starco descendant. Yeah, so, yeah well, there you
3: go. Exactly. It makes sense. <laughs> what I got, remember it was clear it was, apparently uh, Lance has no father. You mentioned Right, everybody? it doesn't mention father, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: but uh yeah, that's uh Midlands misses family. Um he also misses Jenny Shabon or the other Jenny, or that's what they're teasing him about, I don't know. That's what
2: Hunk yeah. yeah. mentioned the Jenny. Oh yeah, and let's talk about Hunk.
0: Crying. Is Hunk the worst character in animation? <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> yes. He, he did literally nothing this season. Nothing I think that's true.
0: Yeah, He
2: had some sweet boy.
1: moments with Pidge
2: but like yeah, he he modulated hat.
3: one time yeah. and that's it. Yeah.
0: But they they're they are terrible to with Hunk. Oh my
3: Well goodness. still though, it's better than whole. I don't know what was Hunk doing nothing or Pidge being a one note character about my family, my family, uh, and that Pidge, Pidge. is better. That's that's it's, she's on uh, screen. So we'll be He's ready for next happening. season when we go look for Pidge's grandfather. So no stop. Oh, stop no, no. <laughs> at the very least, Pidge is fun to
2: watch. Hunk is just like, can you do anything, please? <laughs> yeah, he just never does. I I don't think he made a food joke this season though. So baby steps.
1: No, they're playing right. with the food packet. Oh just,
2: God, yeah. right. <laughs> it's interesting
1: though because i feel like this is kind of a, a side effect of the shift that's happening the show where we're now we're way more plot focused and like storyline focused whereas before we had way more filler comedic episodes and hunk hasn't really made that transition all the way you know like so, some of the characters the other characters actually have things going on in their lives whereas hunk is still just like Along for the ride being the comic relief, I
3: think we he need we need Shay in the show to at least give him some more. Interest. yeah, he has to do something to do. I yeah. th- but I think the problem is that Lance kind of fills up that comic relief slot and he's mm-hmm. also the
2: second in command. So he just has so much more time. Exactly. Like, on screen. It just it just doesn't... Hunk just doesn't fit into this equation at all. No,
1: he doesn't have anything to do. <laughs> well, he helps with tech, which is interesting. I like that of his character, but that hasn't really been that important a thing this season either.
2: And Pidge is just better than him at it.
1: Exactly, yeah. Everyone's just a little bit better at one Hunk is good at. <laughs> which is unfortunate. Poor guy.
2: He, like, Hunk's best moment is still in the episode where they practice being Voltron. he's like... And he screams, like, I have a leg. Like that's like still his best moment. Yeah. That was like episode one. That
1: sums up his entire character. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, that's my reaction to Hunk. Is that um, okay? Uh, rip, Rip Hunk might as well be off <laughs> that's the show. My fault. Yeah, he just like okay. appears every
1: so. Often. Yeah.
0: Let's wrap up here. Uh, give me your anything else you wanted to talk about and your final thoughts on the season as a whole, Haley.
1: Um, I don't have anything else to talk about. I think we covered it all Um, yeah I think this season half season quarter season whatever we are calling it um, was really good and I'm very happy with the show at this point because episode one I was just like oh no it's a premiere episode nothing really is happening but then we like dove headfirst into all the drama Um, and yeah it made me very excited to watch the show like I was eager to watch these episodes after watching the other two um, which is nearly a good sign. And yeah, and I, I'm happy that things are actually happening plot wise, storyline wise, and it, and Zarkon is probably dead, which is nice because he was just a nothing character <laughs> at this point. Um, and we're actually getting time with characters that we're excited about. And I'm also really happy that there's way more female characters in the show, like in actual positions of power and having speaking roles. Cause that was something that was severely lacking in the first couple seasons. Um, so that's a very good thing that was starting to happen last season, but really this season they like kicked it in overdrive. Um, which I appreciate. So yeah, overall I, I'm excited by the season and for what is to come.
0: Yeah, that's so. d- definitely true about the female characters and nice. Good stuff. Uh Andy, final thoughts on the season.
2: Uh my final thoughts here are that I really think they need to work a little harder at Pushing all the characters into this plot driven mode because not all of them really fit into it. Like we were talking about with Hunk, um, Lance is kind of halfway there. I felt really, I, I felt like there was a lot going on with Lance this season, and we just kind of glossed over it because he's really filled out this role of the second in command, but he only ever really feels like that every third episode, like every second or so episode. It was really weird. Um, I do like that Lotor continues to be really good. Really the most interesting part of the show. But I'm also really hesitant about there not being a big villain. So this season was interesting. I had a lot of fun with the episodes, but I'm just not sure where the show is going. And that could be a good thing, that I don't know where it's going, that they can go a lot of different directions, but I'm just not really sure what we're going to get next at the moment.
0: Yes. Uh, exciting to see what uh, what will come in season six. Uh, Steve, final thoughts.
3: Well, I went into this with what, with like uh, realistic expectations because I saw this really as season four, part one. So I knew like I didn't expect like, a big epic finale or anything. So so I knew what to expect. That's a nice surprise. So seeing Keith's mom was a nice surprise. It kind of ruined my little my funny little skit idea of of Keith being like so dense that his mom was an alien growing up, but. <laughs> Um, I definitely agree, guys. I, I'm glad Zarkon's kind of gone, and hopefully have more interesting villains. I do feel the show sim- right now with no like clear villain. We're at, it's at the same point with Star is right now that we're waiting for someone to step in as the big bad. We just don't know who yet. Um, yeah. Um, I do hope maybe Hunk gets. Gets his some of his character back. it at least do something interesting and no more Pidge relatives, please. Yeah, <laughs> and, you, well, you're the only one wishing for that upon the world. I so. <laughs> yeah, just a joke. I just a joke. And um oh and also do give do something with Lotar's generals. Especially um Um AXA. Other, Yeah, yeah. Axa yeah. But she's the only one to actually give any like a personality or anything. The other ones especially I really one note. I mean, you think um you think Pidge or Hunk are one note? Those characters yeah. are really one note. T- oh. Ty Lee really had nothing to do this season.
2: Oh, yeah. the Ty Lee general did the uh, Asami move. She like did the thigh thing that all the all the women in the Marvel universe do.
0: What? <laughs> what
2: are you talking what? about? <laughs> she, when she was fighting Shiro, she did the move that Asami did with the
3: motorcyclist, the, like with the okay. legs. She like well, wrapped sa- the legs around. Just,
1: and oh yeah, over. she did. <laughs> yeah, she totally yeah. did. And so
3: sadly, when you think about the other one, the the big one, she has more. She's done more this season than Hunk has. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> <For sure>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in that gosh. one in that one
0: scene her talking, basically. Oh
3: oh yeah, yeah I do also like to see maybe Axia have this moment like when she has to choose like Keith and Lotor have this like fight and like a weapon goes near her and she has to like choose like go go with the, my heart or go with my head.
0: Yeah. Again, that would require her being a character. Yeah. So hopefully, I know. hopefully that is to come. Yeah. There's a lot of interesting potential.
3: And maybe that, she too. and Alora can maybe have a have a little like modern Lotor like talk after Lotor betrays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and like rip. been their sister. Uh, hopefully <laughs> yeah.
0: not, because Lotor is perfect and great <laughs> and will not betray anyone. There you go.
2: That's and nice. also <laughs> Dylan's boss. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 <laughs> told me to Dylan, say that.
2: There's yeah. no. There's no betrayal here if he doesn't mean to betray anybody. They're just not helping him. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's
0: not it's not his fault if
2: Allura does not volunteer herself yeah, to sacrifice. Uh, her yeah, to <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want to sacrifice you no know, lives for the cause. It's Alura's fault, right? It's yeah. not his fault that Zarkon was emperor and he had to kill him.
0: I He didn't kill his dad. <laughs> kind of no
1: he, he kinda had it coming. Yeah.
0: Uh okay. So um yeah, I think um I think this sh- this season showed what Voltron is capable of in the middle uh, at its best, but ultimately was mostly just par for the new course. Although it was the new course of seasons three to five, which is much better than we got from seasons one to two. Um, in terms of an update on my constant proclamation that the show has no heart and it's not that fun. I think it still is that. So mm-hmm. that's unfortunate. Um, like I think it, the, the main thing that would make the show a lot better is if it was a lot more fun, basically. Um, but yeah, I, I thought episodes two to four, especially three and four were really phenomenal. So there's lots I look forward to season six of Voltron in, uh, on June 15th, not that far away, although solid three months, you know, considering they probably have the episodes done. So I don't know.
2: Honestly, what is it going to be if they do like six episodes every three months, it's just a normal season spread out over a year, separated well, by three months each. It's
0: going to be seven next time. So. It'll be, yeah, it'll be, it'll be seven, hopefully, and, yeah. um, you know, we, we don't like this release much, so.
3: And when Netflix splits episodes, like, searching after the season to seven and six, it's inconsistent over which comes first. Sometimes they start with seven and then six, and sometimes they start with six and then seven. Yes. It's it's, it's
0: it's it's. I believe they work with uh, Lauren and Joaquin to figure out which would make most sense to start and end on. But yeah, it wasn't like we knew about this heading into the writing. Maybe for the next batch of thirteen or the one after that, we'll ha- we'll know about the six and seven, so they'll write it in. But yeah, uh, but by then Netflix will change strategies again. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway let us know what you thought of bloodlines white lion um and all of our thoughts of season six uh leave comments at dot click on the article there or leave a comment on youtube um thanks for listen- those who listened through all of our season six coverage thanks to everyone who was on voltron season six coverage haley andy steve delaney jeff uh, jeff uh, was anyone else uh i don't think so yeah there you go so thumbs up then thanks everyone uh you got it got it in in a weekend i don't know if what people prefer if we uh, get them out really fast like this or <laughs> spread it out more but uh yeah it's it is a great season of ultron looking forward to june come talk with us about the show as always on our discord overlyanimated.com slash discord and uh consider supporting us via patreon patreon.com slash overly thank you very much to all of our patrons especially our patron of the podcast sam aka yosemite sam and thanks as always to our patron executive producers john ryan steve alex andy and Hugh. um check out our other stuff at overlyanimated.com star versus force evil is weekly now uh final space weekly or semi-weekly and all that other you know we'll see when mr Khan's is back everything at overlyanimated.com rebels finale coming up series finale it's a big big thing happening so uh, probably a big overlap with Voltron and Star Wars Rebels. Um, yeah, thanks guys. Let us know what you thought of this, and we will see you in June for Season 6. Bye!
3: Bye! Bye. Bye.